0: Hello and welcome to Living with the Lansmeeter. This is Chapter 18, where we Star wars Disney parks, one attraction at a time. I'm your host, Ryan, joined by my good pal, Katrin. Leo. And Derek, you're back with us. I am back. You missed last wow. episode, but you are back.
1: Where was I? Uh, Boston or somewhere.
0: <laughs> oh, I think
2: you were oh, in Boston. Yeah, you were in somewhere
3: Boston.
1: cold. At the Habba. <laughs> I was harbor. having Jada in the Habba.
0: But tonight, we got a very special guest. We're we're starting the new year, 2024. Wow. For those of you listening in 2030 or something, this is 2024. (laughs) Um, Evergreen, man. (laughs) (laughs) Logan Segula,
3: welcome to the show. Hey, guys. I'm excited to be here. I've been listening, and obviously- I'm a big Star Wars fan. I'm a fan of all of you guys. So this has been fun so much. So I went and got an LED light for my daughter's. uh, (laughs) If you're watching, uh, not listening, I got an LED light for my daughter's bedroom to make it look like I kind of match you guys. So I had to do it. And I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. And uh, it looks good. Talk,
1: Yours looks talk, more go. my studio than mine because like you know, I used to have guitars and drum heads yeah.
2: and, and everything now. Like I tore my studio. Now you've got a toy store behind you. I don't I don't want that yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I you are know. at a Here's toy some store.
3: Some pops over here and some pops and... over here. Oh, you're just showing off your motion tracker. Look at that. Like that's <laughs> I the know I mean, come on. That wasn't even subtle. It was just like, look what I have. Like well, I'm here on my son's. Oh, that's, that's not
1: even trying. If we want to go know. crazy, we can go crazy my 50 inch touchscreen that i built oh, i don't oh, watch video i've
3: seen it i've seen it i'm jealous so.
1: there's a new video coming out soon okay good update. 2024 edition and
0: this has nothing to do with disney but for those watching or listening uh logan has a kiss plaque behind his wall yes. big kiss fan yeah. how do you what do you feel kiss. this is totally not oh. disney at all what do you feel about the new next generation of kiss sure.
3: Oh guys, if you're going to start there, like this could go all night. Like, (laughs) I can talk about this just briefly. So I'll give you the brief version. Obviously, the end of the last Kiss show, the smoke billowed, they disappeared, and out came on screens big Fortnite-looking avatars of Kiss, being like, "This is the (laughs) new era." And then, oh yeah, then they went into God gave rock and roll to you, and now they've announced uh, a couple things. I will say that when they first announced it, like there was all these rumblings. In the Kiss just like they the Star Wars Disney community, there's kind of like huh. something's happening, and no one really knew what. And then there was like a leaked image that came out right before that it showed their four faces, and, it, and like my immediate reaction was like, "This is I uh, no not what I want," you know, is that? <laughs> and then it happened, and I watched their video they did with ILM. So this does start. This does connect to yeah, it does connect to yeah, Star you know. Wars, true, because Industrial Light Magic is a part of this. And with Pop House, who did the the ABBA shows in London right now. And I watched that and I really loved it. I thought it was it was done with intention. If they're gonna do it, it's spending a ton of money on doing it. Uh, you know, it's not like a cheap like they threw it together. Like I've seen some of these bad hologram stuff that's happened. So I was actually really excited and I'm still excited. What g- lost me was when they just announced like a couple of days ago that it's coming in 2027. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and like they made like they're running Instagram ads that says a show is coming 2027. My kids, who were the ones who actually got me excited more about it, because they watched it, and my kids live in sort of a digital space. My son just discovered Eminem, Eminem like the rapper Eminem, through Fortnite. And because Eminem did a show in Fortnite, which was just an avatar of Eminem. It wasn't a video. Do and Lose Yourself. And then now they've got a merch collab, and they've got vinyl, and he wants to buy the vinyl, and he's discovering music that way. So for him to go see a live, live avatar show it made more sense to him. And he was like, oh, I would love that. So it got me excited about it. Now when they announced it was 2027, I was like, well, you'll be like 15. And, uh, and my son was born the day star Wars and Lucasfilm sold to Disney, October 30th, 2012. Uh, so he'll be, you know, well into his teens at that point. And my daughters will probably will also be like in their preteens teens. They're like, they're probably not going to care. Uh, so I'll say this, I'm very excited about the concept. I really actually am. I think it's cool. And I think if a band can do it, it's them. And to do it as like a superhero kind of circusy kind of show instead of trying to replicate a rock show. I don't have interest in that, but I have interest in um, a big flashy entertainment piece. I'm down. If it's in the continental US, I will fly to one of the first shows. If it's not, I'll probably wait. But if it is, because I I love tech. I love seeing stuff that changes, but I'm also a huge rock and roll fan. So I'm also, you know, there's a tug there. But it's not like Kiss is like, you know, they've always taken big swings. And it's what I like with them and Disney, and like Star Wars to some yeah. extent. Um, this is the least expected thing for them probably to do. And the least, like, guarantee it's going to work. This is probably the one that could fail the hardest. I like that they're taking that swing. Um, that makes me excited as a fan. To just go, they're still trying to come up with something new. Yeah. So when it's I heard that they were going costumes.
1: to be doing some kind of show after the, their retirement... I was hoping it was going to be Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. That's really what I was wanting. But
3: at least it's in somewhat of that kind of style. It's like not just because the the rumor for years was that it was going to, they were just going to pass the baton to new people in the, in the outfits and do it. And unless those people were like really directly connected to the band, like the kids. And even that is such a pressure and it could fail so miserably for your kids. Like to me, it's like, what's the worst thing that can happen in this? They're not spending the money. Pop House is spending the money. ILM is like spending two hundred million dollars on it. So worst case scenario, it flops, and who cares? It's for, you know, computer avatars, and they're going to be like seventy eight by the time it rolls out. I don't think they're going to care either. No. No. All right, that's enough. That's enough. That's I'll enough. Keep going.
1: That's enough. Uh, we 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 need to do a sub podcast on this, Logan, because I, I kind of want to keep going on this one, no, but got to You, I, know, I, we you do should come show. on I am Geek,
0: and then we can just geek that's out. That's right. There you go. Yeah, I mean, about all me stuff. I'm happy to do it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so tonight, though, on this show, we take a, a Disney attraction and then we Star Warsify it. And I think Catrin asked you what attraction you wanted to do, and you chose one that I didn't think you were going to choose out of the out yep. of left field, I think. But you said, uh, or he said, that it was one of your kids' favorite
3: yes. attractions. My daughter picked this. I said, what should um. I do? And she's like, well, there's only one attraction. And she does. She says, she's like, I cannot go to Walt Disney World without doing, what I allowed to say, or do you need yeah, to? Go like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's Without doing the, I'm sure they've seen it in the title, probably do. Yeah. Enchanted Tiki Room. It has become a family tradition for me and her. Sometimes even the other kids and my wife don't go. And they love it too. But like, she, it's like, we have, she has to get a, a Dole Whip. We have to do that. We have to go to the Tiki Room. It is like on her her must do's if you will. And uh, so she picked it. She said, I want to do the Tiki, I want to think you should do the Tiki Room. And that did like open up the door cause I saw the list of ones people had done already. And I was like, all right, well now we got to get creative and have some fun here. And I, I've been texting <laughs> vacation a lot being like, how long do I need to go here? Cause I could go like too long. Like how detailed are we going to go? So um, I love this attraction though. I've loved it since I was a little kid and it's always been one of my favorites. And I know it's kind of a sleeper attraction for a lot of people, but you know, your show is called living with the land speeder. There's not much more of a sleeper attraction than (laughs) living with the land. So I didn't think that I was taking too much, uh, you know, what too much pressure here.
0: Oh, one of my favorite things to do is to grab a dole whip and then go into the tiki room while I eat my dole whip and just enjoy the show. So yeah, this is going to be great. And Derek, if you've listened to the past listeners, if you oh, listened yeah. to the uh, the past episodes, you know that Derek's favorites are the shows. I mean, he always just hits it out of the park with like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, we're show people. We're
1: the only know. one that, that was the, that the was worst episode that I've ever done. <laughs> it was I mean, not. <laughs> because I, I, I we bring it up almost every episode because <laughs> I hate that show. I, I don't even like saying Beauty it. and the Beast show. Yeah, yeah. I not, really despise it Has <laughs>
3: it held up super great.
1: No. And so yeah. I just made a mockery of it. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. No, I did tonight, go to I'm sure
3: um, the Jollywood nights and they did a show in that theater that was hosted by the Muppets and it was yeah. fantastic. It was on at midnight. I thought it was hallucinating. It was like Kermit and piggy are talking. And then all of a sudden it like, it was real deep cuts. Like bell came out and did a song from the VHS yeah uh beauty and the beast sequel like the christmas special i was like what is happening here who made this show and i loved it it was great nice <laughs> should just keep it they had they had it was, yeah, Launchpad they McQuack out. making latkes in the middle of it for Hanukkah oh, wow. it was real weird. It was the weirdest show, but I, like, <laughs> Wait, what? I missed that part. <laughs> they were like an ad. They were like running fake ads, like "Make sure you tune <laughs> in tomorrow for latkes with Launchpad, where Launchpad McQuack teaches you how to make the Hanukkah favorite latkes."
2: Wow. Like, Whoa, I gotta watch it. <laughs> That's cool. Who knew?
3: Yeah, <laughs> Who
0: I know. Knew? Yeah. <laughs> McQuack. So <laughs> yes, we're doing the at Chantitiki Room, and then we're we're tacking on uh, Aloha Isle. Is that what we said, Teddy? Yes, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be an easy one
1: for me. That's an easy one. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I
3: was told that the last second, so kind of, it's kind of just thrown together, Dude. I'll be honest. We so at the last I went
1: above no. and beyond with that one. Good. No, he didn't. <laughs> no. It'll be fine.
0: <laughs> okay, so I guess I'll start. We'll get through all of them. And then maybe we'll talk a little, um, just a
1: little Star Cruiser at the end because well, we and, haven't talked since And uh, we, want, we want people to hang on, too, and find out a little bit more about what Logan's got going on. Oh, yeah, on. we're going to
0: definitely
3: plug I'll all talk all wherever you want. Stuff. I mean, Star Wars has been a part of my life since, you know, probably the early 90s. And when I was, you know, set, my parents legit bought the VHX, it was the THX release. And I was familiar with like things like Luke, I am your father. Like I remember hearing those things, but like not knowing what anything really meant. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I feel like those THX came out. And, my, and so I think that was 1995 or 1984. Um, so I was like not eight, nine years old. And I remember them like legit, like sitting me down on like their bed, like at the end of their bed and being like, we're going to, you're going to watch these movies and it's going <laughs> to change your life forever. And that's, and that's just what happened. And uh, I watched those three movies and it really did. So, um. To have any length of time to talk about Star Wars, I don't, I mean, I'll, I'll happily promote whatever I have going on, but I really don't care. I'm here, here to, I'm here to talk <laughs> the war. <'cause> I, <laughs> to do
1: that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like Star Wars a little bit. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I just got another Star Wars tattoo. Um, it is Donald Duck as Darth Maul.
3: Oh, that's, that's, that's good. That's good. Do the, whole, that's...
1: the whole character scene. So hold on tight for that.
3: Sleep. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I have the big figs that are the, um, in my office of the four i've donald i know we got to get on with the show i got donald and carbonite which is my favorite i have a mm-hmm. uh, mini mouse that's like a slave layer mini mouse which is real uncomfortable and i don't even think it's, like it's <laughs> cool anymore i and think that's I what's going to be
1: thinking, one, my next one
3: <laughs> yeah that one it was like i remember it came in i don't even it, like even ordering it felt weird and, and later on i was like they're like we do we're just continuing merch with that design like that's probably a good idea i had a pretty awkward encounter trying to buy a mini mouse dress like that so it's, um, you know i was just trying to complete the set guys uh, i promise not a weirdo it's probably worth like you know five grand or something now. that's right yeah probably check ebay all right go ahead all right, so here we, here we go so i'm gonna i'm gonna start to give
0: just to get us into it um, again you don't have to be as detailed to me or you can go way more detailed than me that's fine i'm not gonna be very detailed tonight sometimes i have like a whole storyline. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, this this is going to be a little different. You're going to have to I'm going to take some liberties with this one. You're going to have to say, "Okay, that could happen maybe in Star Wars." Think of it as I know that the Marvel What If Season 2 was just re- released. Think of this as a no. Star Wars What If. Ooh, okay. I like where okay. you're going. oh ah, yeah. Good okay, so you. so what and I'm going to mispronounce her name because I always do. And that's okay. Um, what if... Oh, gosh. I'm going to butcher correct, her name. Don't worry. Ale- <laughs> Alaya, Alaya Sakura. Sure. She's the Jedi, the blue um, Twi'lek
3: okay. Jedi. Okay. Yeah, sure.
0: What if she survived Order 66 on Felucia and lived out the, her remaining years running a Tiki-style establishment <laughs> on Felucia? So, the jungles of oh. Fallucia. So, it'll be called <laughs> this is so stupid the leaky room. <laughs> the
1: like <a> leaky room.
0: <laughs> In the leaky, 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 room. Mm.
1: Uh, right. be fi- yeah. <laughs> Wait, my camera. Now my camera's uh, all messed
0: up. Sorry. It'll be the twilight, you know, she's a twilight. Like, so, it'll be the leaky room. It'll take a little, you know, um, it'll be filled with colorful native plants um, of Felucia. And the ceiling will house the colorful, singing Felucia birds, which are a thing in Star Wars. There's these big, colorful birds that live on the planet. So the birds will be singing. Uh, But beware, the leaky room gets, if it gets too loud, it will attract the attention of the dangerous jungle rancor, which they do have. That's one of the main creatures on the planet Mm -hmm. who will come and shake the room. And try to look in the windows to see what food might be inside. But don't worry, secure will use her Jedi mind tricks to persuade the jungle rancor to leave the leaky room alone. In yeah, the leaky, leaky 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 room. All right. Yeah, the flowers I like that.
3: <laughs> Is that is that it? Like, are we good?
0: That, and then you will exit the leaky room it? to um <laughs> To your uh,
3: way overprepared
0: to the. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. Don't worry. No, no. Sometimes I go really long, but yeah. it's been yeah. a week. So I was like, yeah, it's OK. We're going, okay. We're going short. Um,
2: <laughs> Plus, we have a guest. All
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to keep it short. Um, yeah. And then, of course, you have the Felucian whip outside at the uh, at the aisle there, mm. which
3: is kidding? basically just no whip.
0: Because yeah. how do you. Mm. Make Dole Whip better? You don't. You, if you dole, you dole you
1: Whip, the name I, of I don't know it, how yeah. I feel about that name.
3: Yeah. yeah. I'm well, little, laughing, like, <laughs> trying to a like little concerned about,
1: about the name. Uh, not going to
3: lie. <laughs> okay, well, here's, here's something interesting. And I think this is the problem with Star Wars, uh, let's say, vernacular vocabulary, like when I've been reading it or something like that, is because you. So when you say the leaky room, you're talking about yeah, here, which yeah. I've always thought was look cute, is how you said that. Well, I'm just making it <laughs> mat- okay. I'm just tequila- wondering, room. like, I read it differently. Like, <laughs> words that are not real words, that yeah, yeah. Maybe we no. all read in our heads
0: differently. I, t- I told you that I it was I a stretch, audiobooks. but I was like, because it's well, a twilight, twi- twilik is the race, and and they have the look, look sure. and I'm yes. like, well, we'll just call it the leaky
1: room, the leaky room, be- get, be- okay, just I'm to down. be twice the twilight, room. I thought because like. Lucia is rainy. Yeah. It's like a jungle
0: planet. It so, is because you play yeah.
1: on it on Battlefront 2. Yeah. That's right. But that's
0: right. I thought it would like the visuals, all the plants and the, the fungi and all that stuff, and all the, the, the crazy birds and stuff they have oh, there it sort yeah. of look like a tiki room if y'all yeah. if yeah, you just took too it and th- threw it in a in a building, and then you have the jungle rancor. So it would instead of the thunderstorm and the lightning, you would hear the boom 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 boom. boom of the of the jungle angle or coming through the jungle after hearing the party going on and then the windows around you'll see him like run past and sort of peer in and um maybe I like a it. yeah. Nice. I think it would I think it could work. I would like it. And then yeah. you have you know
1: I just don't like the name of that drink. <laughs> <laughs>
2: know.
1: You
0: know I'm what the evolution
1: with, with especially yeah. with the twilight which are usually Yeah no. it's Volusia, so it'd be
0: we've that's been in
3: java's palace is
0: the name of the planet so
2: felution yeah. whip no we got it we got yeah,
3: it I, yeah we can, yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: you know, it can be done with that
3: one we're fine we're good oh.
2: you know what i like about your yours ryan um is that you you've created a story around it that's one of the yeah. things i try to do is like read into like what is this about you know i've, I've been in the attraction i've, I've listened yeah. to it and all that but it's like is there a story behind it is, it's really not much. It's just the...
3: How dare you?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I am a user, enthusiast, enthusiast. I was saying I'm just going to give a plug to another podcast that's not my own. Um Go listen to, and if you want to know, uh the guys over and girls over at nostalgia M- which is a Disneyland podcast. And they did maybe... I don't know, it was whenever the anniversary of the TV room was. Like a couple months ago. Maybe July, August. Yeah, the 60th they did of a,
0: Disneyland, yeah.
3: Yeah, they did a great... Like here is the story of how it even was built, and then the story of what they are trying to tell in it, and um, so that's just like a side note. Go download that episode. I got. Yeah. Well, but, never be, mind. But I get yeah, your story. Right. Oh, thank
0: you. Because I think <laughs> I think that's a cool thing. Was like that would story. be a cool yep. what if yeah. series. That if if some of these Jedi's that you thought were were killed in Order sixty six, they survive, and instead of going back to yeah. the Jedi Temple or whatever, they just stayed where they're at because they were spread across the galaxy. And she yeah. just stays there and she's like, you know what? I'm just going to open up a little place, like a settle like a down.
1: tiki bar. Yeah. yeah. And
0: just yeah, like, I mean, it's,
3: it's just change your robes at that point. She's, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you're good to go. she can,
0: she can have it, she can serve Jedi mind tricks as drinks, you know. Dang yeah.
1: it. That's, oh. Yeah. I have, I have, my <laughs> I a crystal right from you. <laughs> no, I oh. have my fuzzy taunt on Kairo, but I can't reach it. Oh. no, oh. I got stuff in the way. Use the force.
0: <laughs> I got one right here. Well, I've got this one right here. <laughs> He's got it ready to go. Yeah, I've seen,
3: I've seen those. You know, I haven't gone down the. I I say that we probably have 10 lightsabers, but like <laughs> I have a person, my kids at buy them, the legacy ones mainly. But like I know that I'm, if I like gave in to it, it would be mm. that whole wall. And then we'd be done here. Like this was this was pretty much locked down behind me. Like this is what happened. <laughs> and I look at it and kind of makes me nauseous. Like I'm kind of like, oh, God. Like, you have a like, ceiling. I know. There's There's still a little there's bit of room. blank space. Room. Give
0: in yeah. to the yeah, last. I'm glad you can't.
3: I'm glad that I'm not using the wide lens. I did that originally. I was like, oh no, that
1: looks real bad. That looks. <laughs> no, like I would do that, problem. but there's just there's just destruction in my studio.
3: No, nice. Well, Who's who going next? Look, go next. Do I get to go next? All right. You want to? You know, we can save you to, to last. I would love to, because what if y'all have my idea? Uh, He's got a three
0: maybe. part story. It's going to take an hour and a half. I mean, get I, back. I, ready? I,
3: mean, I wrote mine down. Like I just just it's not off the top of my head. I think go ham. Now, there's not um, – I will say I broke some Star Wars rules. There's certainly the timeline is not – it's like Star Tours where, like, you get the – you can yeah. go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I kind of like that because I feel like that's where we're missing a little bit in, like, Galaxy's Edge. It's like I like they're starting to break the rules a little bit and be like, oh, throw in a Mandalorian over here. We'll throw it. <laughs> Because I'm like, you know what, guys? It's We're not stupid. It, I can walk through and not be like, what happened here? You know, why is there huh? – you know, I got it, man. I mean, it's not – it's impressive that I love the world they built and I've probably personally sold more copies of that Black Spire book than the author. That's
1: why I bought it. That's I know, why it's but,
3: my favorite. I know, like I think I get you should get royalties, but I sold like three you copies should. last week when we were there. Uh but I do think that it's okay to break the rules a little. So I'm gonna I'm gonna break the rules. And uh so so bear with me. We're gonna take you to and it's look, it on the surface you're gonna be like, this is like the most easy thing. Just wait. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> All right. So this is Master Yoda's Enchanted Tree Cave. Bear with me here. Bear with me. Seems normal. Seems normal like we're going to go. Okay, you understand where we're going. No, wait. So the <laughs> queue, we're in line for the queue here. You are in the Tiki Room? You know you wait in line. It's kind of jungle so think Dagobah-ish. Uh, and then a thing opens up, and there's two birds to talk to you. Not mm-hmm. in this version. In this version, there's R2-D2. And he's giving you the whole pre-speech. And that whole free speech, by the way, is never translated for you. You don't know what you're getting into. You occasionally have Luke just popping in and being like, "Okay, yeah, we got it, R 2 And then eventually he's like, "What are you guys doing? You heard R two? Go get in the cave." So then you head into the Tiki Room. Imagine how it's set up right now. But it's a little bit, a little darker, a little scarier. It's a little more dark sidey. Uh, we hear like the bubbling of Dagobah. You hear. I don't even know where we are really in the start. Like I don't know physically where we are, but just imagine, you yeah, know, we're somewhere mm. tropical-ish. Um, and then in the middle, in the tiki room, there's the big middle piece that everything yeah. kind of happens. In. Boom! Hologram drops. Master Yoda shows up. Hologram in the middle of the room. He welcomes everyone. Tries to wake up the sleeping loft cats that are above him. <laughs> he cannot. So if you ever been in the tiki room, you know they have to go and they got to wake up Jose. They got the big stick and they go, "Wake up, Jose!" So he does that. He gets that stick out like he does with R2. When he you know, slams on him and uh, you know, in Empire Strikes Back, and he does that. Wakes up those sleeping loth cats, um, but then it glitches out. It glitches out. Like what's happening? And it's out of nowhere. We hear a looming voice, a dark voice. Is it Vader? Is it Palpatine? Is it no? No, it's our favorite purple, spe- <laughs> purple English-speaking space slug. We got Zero the Hut. That's right. We are <laughs> under new management. This is the swerve here, guys. This is Zero the Huts under new management. He wakes up the Lothcats and it's Zero the Hut sassy creature room and we just have fun from there. Sassy, sassy creature room. <laughs> sassy creature room. We've got uh you know, we've got individual performances. You know, they have them where like, they come down, so we've got individual yeah. performances from some Kowakian and monkey lizards that come in from the ceiling. They sing Let's All Laugh like Salacious Laughs. It's great. It's a, a beautiful moment. Then the walls <laughs> light up. And they reveal that around you, you usually, like, the totems that sing, no, these are people and creatures that have all been frozen in carbonite. And <laughs> at this Hi. moment, they begin to melt with projection mapping. They begin to melt. Their faces appear. And they all sing. i got to remember. What it is. <laughs> they sing a parody of Intergalactic by the Beastie Boys. Because, you know, when under Management <laughs> happened, they, there was a lot of, like, Modern songs in it, like so. I feel yeah, like that's about yeah. the right time. Like nine, yeah. nine. You know, if we were talking about Clone Wars a little bit later, like this is when that would be coming in. Uh, and then you know, that all happens. They do this whole parody, kind of like the singing bus. Zero gets mad, you know, oh, babies, and he, he says, Oh, babies, you gotta freeze them back up, babies. And they <laughs> they freeze back up. He gets mad at everyone laughing. We're gonna wrap up here pretty soon. No, uh, wow, this is great, he, great. Yes, <laughs> was really good. Laughing. At that time, you know, in the middle, in the under new management version, the Ahola creature, which is now in Trader Sam's, shows up and, and bursts through. When that happens, the Sarlacc, we have, we, the, <laughs> the Sarlac tentacles show up and we hear like some rustling in a belch out po- pops Boba Fett. He goes shoot, which I don't know why Boba Fett's here timeline wise, but just bear with me. Boba Fett shoots up, goes all the way though, up, all the way through, breaks a hole in the ceiling. You hear it. It starts to feel like everything's caving in. Zero's freaking out like what are we going to do here? And then that hologram of Yoda shows back up and he's like wait a second and he does the full you know uh, I guess it's attack of the clones like the he holds the, yeah. he holds the pillars stops everything from caving in. Zero escapes and, and and as Yoda chases after him, attack of the Clones style. And then we have a grand finale, we hear the voices of Obi-Wan and Ahsoka Tano. They talk about how they can't send people home like this. They then bring on Anakin to lead everyone in a rousing rendition of Hot Hot Hot, and (laughs) as Anakin's voice slowly turns into Vader as, you know, he essentially is burning a Mustafar, and as visitors exit, they hear the Imperial March. And that is Zero Sassy Creature Room. Thank you. I hope that even people listening to this know of Zero the Hut, but if I'm going to pick a Clone Wars character, which I knew I was going to coming in here, I had to go. It was it Zero baby. He's right, the uh, he's the, the Dusty
0: Roads of uh, the Star Wars universe.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. My Zero the my Dusty Roads are very similar. <laughs> uh, well, um, and I don't know. I probably skip some stuff in there, but you know, I think I, think I said a lot.
2: No, it uh, was I good. It, it, was very, it was very ADHD in some ways. It was, well, it was know, incredible.
3: Man, I, it, <laughs> See, I got it,
2: 80 of
1: those.
0: It should be sponsored. It's like this is like the <laughs> Enchanted Tiki Room sponsored by Robot Chicken
3: is basically yeah. what it was. Well, I loved. I actually, one of those people, <laughs> I loved Under New Management, which was obviously the version where it started normal, like I tried yeah. to do here, and it was mm-hmm. taken over by... Um,
1: uh, Zazu
0: and, Iago.
3: Zazu and the other and, and, and I,
0: ru, um
3: the yeah um, Iago. Iago, Iago and Zazu. yeah and they took over and it was and they had hot 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 and actually I actually just thought it was a fun <laughs> show I love the original I'm glad they went back to it um but I have a little bit of like a affinity for it so that's mine it's my tribute to not only the Tiki Room but again the swerve of under New management so that was yeah
1: <laughs> well, incredible oh would you, you want what about the uh, the 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 hut outside aloha <laughs> yeah, oh i got to do, do
3: did you oh i did aloha that's right uh you, you had the amazing i went real i went real generic here but I, weirdly we have a similar we have a similar drink it's <laughs> not as cuz i have in this that the Dole whip is now an Ahsoka monstrel swirl <laughs> so oh there i go. thought you could do blueberry and like vanilla and then it looks yeah, yeah. like her 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 mon- monstrol monstrol that works. Come on, if I'm doing this podcast, I mean, just you guys should know this is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> and then I said the whole thing could be just like themed to Octu. You could have the the uh, I had to look up what these were called. Whatever the green milk creatures are, you could have something like that there. Like the mm. those are called the Thala Sirens uh, milk ice cream, and then uh, mm. you still have the I lava you because it's uh, you huh? know. Yeah, (laughs) with just a little Anakin on top of it. I had crushed candied limbs, but I was like, that's too much. Oh, that'd be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) One of those chocolates
0: Uh, that they always paint the picture on is just Anakin burning in the lava.
2: I hate you. you?
1: (laughs) Well, I'm going to. That was great. I'm going to go next because if people are watching on YouTube, I made some funny faces during this. Because <laughs>
0: you do the same thing, you have zero, uh, the, you have zero, no, zero? It's not zero r- okay.
1: But I definitely have some things. But okay. before I get to that, I'll preface this with as Ryan said, I like to make a mockery of the shows. Oh, but <laughs> but I am a massive tiki fan, I have all of the Star Wars geeky tikis, like my dream is to eventually turn my studio, it's, it's Star Wars themed, but I want Star Wars Tiki themed. All right. Um, I love Tiki bars. Like my must do every Disney trip is Trader Sam's. I have to do it. I love it. It's just, it's my thing. And I love the Tiki room. And like Logan, I loved Under New Management. So that's <laughs> why this is... The tiki room under new management with R2T2 and c 3 <laughs> oh. Yeah, So luckily you just had C3P when you said that R2T2. I was like, yeah, I
3: said R2 just, just setting us up. It's
1: like, there it is. Yep, it's over. It, so you you walk in and it it's exactly the same. It's the tiki room. It's the same birds because what I love about tiki culture and having tiki bars is that they're just overly tacky. Everything is so tacky. (laughs) So, what do we do? We leave the birds in there and they're singing the same songs, but then we get our favorite Star Wars guest to come in and they're wearing Hawaiian shirts and they're singing the songs. And it's very awkward because obviously Yoda's gonna be funny, but you're gonna have like Obi Wan and you're gonna have Ahsoka that are like singing these really goofy songs, but very awkward. And very tacky, like. But the whole goal, in what I think a lot of people miss about Star Wars and Jar Jar and all of that, of like hating Jar Jar, is that that fun aspect of characters like that and Porgs, and of course having some Porgs in there, is what brings younger generations into Star Wars. And that's what I. That's why I love the Tiki Room because you can be four years old. You don't have to understand it. You just know that it's fun. And and that's what I want it to be. I just want the cheapest, tackiest Disney Star Wars overlay in the Tiki Room. And then you walk out and your new drink is just a Dole Whip because it's a Dole Whip. It's already perfect. And they just put a lightsaber in it for a straw. That's it.
3: <laughs> Very good. I like that. I like that. As George Lucas says, dare to be cute. <laughs> uh I, I like that Um, you know it's crazy you mentioned that because I, I can't believe I don't have this on me my mom got me for Christmas it's this wood tiki carving I didn't think about it until right now maybe that's why this was on my mind of C-3PO and R2-D2 oh, wow. in Hawaiian oh, cool. shirts with oh, little wow. drinks and we're, we're putting it up but I totally forgot I would have it weighs like a ton but I think that you're right in the sense of uh I've never been a hater on the cuteness of Star Wars so that you could have these things we've obviously seen great success now with it with uh, with Grogu and everything, so no, I, I dig it. I think that's fun. I also like that you just straight up overlaid, like, it's not too, it's, like they don't have to do much work.
1: No, they, it, and, and that's where, like,
3: if anybody, a couple droids,
1: good to right. Go. And if anybody frequents tiki bars like I do, like, now that I'm in Des Moines, there's an amazing tiki bar here, and Nashville has a couple great tiki bars Des Moines, like that, where we
3: all think of when we think of tiki culture, <laughs> yeah, Is <exactly>. Des Moines, <laughs> that's the thing, is
1: like. <laughs> You go into a tiki bar and they're just so delightfully tacky, and oh, yeah. and that's the fun of it. And so, like, I want to walk into the tiki room and feel that same way. Look at Trader Sam's; you go in there and they're doing goofy stuff and they're spraying you yeah. with water. And I want the same thing.
3: Well, yeah, have, you just, been to, have you been to Frankie's in Vegas? You've been to that tiki bar; it's uh-oh. a must-do. Next time you're there, I go to Frankie's in Vegas. It's huge. It's not huge; it's huge for a tiki bar, uh, but it is the most smoke-filled. <laughs> like it's just kind of just it's dark it's That's opening perfect. 24 it's just the best uh yeah, and that, that would be office trip you gotta go i'm just i'm giving some love to frankie's there
0: the disney executives right now would love your version Derek, because they're like oh I just throw some characters in there That's exactly they're cheap. cheap why not it's, it's
3: so cheap i mean that i'm gonna get
1: hired cool. as an imagineer before ryan does
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you, you want to do what Change it to a different planet. Yeah. There's Frankie. i am sure you that, but look how cool that is. It's just, like, <laughs> it's just awesomely classic. Ooh, yeah. You gotta go. You gotta go. It's, it's just Like in the middle of the day. It's actually called Frankie's Tiki Room. There, there I am in oh, front there. of it. Oh, there you go. So my that original was, idea that was had at C3 1.35 go. in the afternoon, so it was a rough. One.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you guys my original idea afterwards. Just throw it in there as a little right. bonus. But tell it I don't now, want... and hopefully it's nature. No,
1: I, I don't <laughs> want it to be nature. <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. No, because if I tell on his caters then he'll be he'll be sad. So oh, I'll wait till I, I had to get die. mine out for
3: him. Yeah, zero the hut.
0: Show us your or tell us the, a tale. Yes.
2: Well, it's it's um you know I liked yours a lot, Ryan. So stop. Um, and uh, I, really I want that falution whip. <laughs> The name of mine is the exotic fungi room. Oh, um, okay, so nice. The That's song, guys. Well, the song here, here's the song in the Felucian exotic fungi room. <laughs> you shook my Felucia. <laughs>
3: so it's mine is set in
2: Felucia as well. So it's kind no. of funny we're on this side. Right? You meant right. you
3: you different. It, you, in, you did not know both of you said it in a very like I'd say very minor planet in the Star Wars universe here. Yeah. Yeah, that's real weird, guys. But it's really it's like cool this. playing so, it. Yeah. It would be like you guys saying Zero the Hut and maybe like, what <laughs> happened? Here? It would be D2 like 5. doing
1: under new management
2: twice. But that's
3: the, true. The <laughs>
2: thing about Felicia, again, as well, Brian said. Him. You've got the 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 plants. You've got these tall mushroom things yeah. that have spores and all <laughs> this things that are going around. You got the sarlacc. You got all these uh, just colorful things. And that's what I think of. I, my original thought was like, what if we had porgs and had them up in the things? And I was like, eh, that's that's what somebody else is going to do that. But, yeah. did, really. but I think we <laughs> all thought it. it and then we're <laughs> right? Like, eh, somebody well, else yeah. will do I it. Mentioned it. Yeah. That's so. Weird. Uh, I'm changing park, I'm man. I'm changing things up a little bit and I, like you Brian I, I took some liberties with it like everybody else did you know um mine you're going upstairs you're going to be upstairs okay instead of down below you're because in the middle we have the the large starlight pit that's on the planet. It's called the ancient something or other. I can't, I have it somewhere on here, but it's, it's, the ancient it's um, the ancient, ancient abyss Sorry, the ancient <laughs> abyss. It's the sacred Sarlacc pit on the planet Felucia, the largest known Sarlacc specimen in the galaxy. So it's, it's at the bottom, it's in the middle, right? Uh. But your hosts are separatist droids because ah. the <laughs> separatist <laughs> droids have taken over Felucia and they're, they're, uh, they're telling the story of the planet uh they're singing songs about the planet about the different things that are there like the uh, <laughs> that you mentioned uh the um the rancors <laughs> and uh you didn't mention the jelly grubs or gella grubs whatever you call them the big yeah f- there wasn't enough things. room yeah um so th- they're they're kind of on the sides and they're part of the singing and they you've got uh there's also the t-must i guess is how you pronounce the others but uh which yeah. is kind yeah. of like they're uh something you can you can ride another thing you can ride but um but the the separate destroyers are there telling the story they're telling their They're uh, they're one-liners, you know, like the different things that you hear from them, like Roger, Roger, you know, and uh, not like us. We're independent thinkers and, you know, Roger, 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 Um, hold your positions and all that stuff and uh, all the different things you hear. Um, They're singing songs I did have a song that i tried to write but i didn't finish it uh but it again it's in the Felucian exotic fungi room in the Felucian exotic fungi all the droids sing words and the rush rooms croon in the Felucian ex- exotic it's hard to say <laughs> welcome to our jungle hideaway you're lucky people you you know anyways so the the uh the animals are all singing around you've got the starlight pit at the bottom i don't know if it does something you know maybe you. animals falling i don't know but um <laughs> you know, yeah, then kills but that's why everybody's up out. that's how why why really you up we high. know
3: you can just blast out of yeah it you exit <laughs> that's like right. blast through the side <laughs> you can get just fired. get out
2: of it but that's why everybody's up high is to so you can see the see down into the pit and see all the creatures and the the um the flora as they say or the the flowers and uh mushrooms that are there and uh there's songs about um about the battles with the the republic and also about uh the nicelin so the nicelin 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 i don't know that's the um the healing herb that's there uh that uh, that they're well known for that's what people are going there for to get a lot of times and um there's actually a drink on the the halcyon so kind of a Segue mm-hmm. to our mm-hmm. the housing conversation, but it uh the name of the drink that they have there, I have it somewhere on my notes. Is the Follution Whip. It's not <laughs> the Follution Whip. <laughs> it's the nicelin or Niselin and Bubbles, it which is gin and tonic. Um, but it's got gin, cucumber, lime, and thyme. Thyme, <laughs> not thyme. But thyme. I think I remember that. Thyme. Um, thyme. So th- that drink probably can't be there at, at Magic Kingdom. Oh, oh sure. They're, uh, they're the changing it so fast. Like, I would not be surprised. <laughs> but at the, but my Aloha Isle is called Felucian Flavors. <laughs> and the, uh, there's a fruit a on Felucia that's called the Joe. Actually, the fruit is found on many different stars planets. It's called Jogan Fruit. Um, but this is called mm-hmm. the Felucian Jogan Delight, which is still just mm-hmm. a, uh, Dole whip. whip. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's made, f- the, the, it's a purple, uh, color because the Jogan fruit is a, is a purple fruit with Mm -hmm. white stripes on it. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's also a a dish that they make uh, throughout star Wars called the Jogan fruit cake. So maybe you have a fruit cake as a dessert there as well. Um, But uh, yeah, so that's my story, but all the songs are being (laughs) sung by
1: The story.
0: Uh,
2: There were no Ewoks.
0: Well, as you as you say, that was my ba- that was my first thing. It was going to be the Enchanted Yub Nub Room, oh, yeah, hosted by C three PO.
1: I thought for sure that you were going to do that, yeah. so I like kind of abandoned. Yeah, was that was my blue original blue idea
0: because the nice. drummers would just be Ewoks with Stormtrooper hats or yeah. helmet hats. Only- right,
3: I, I'm I'm going to like show my cards here a little bit. So like I was even trying to Google during this. When does Felucia show up? I know you said Battlefront, <laughs> <Pride, laughs>
0: Club- uh, um, the it third wars? Wars? Clone uh, Wars. Clone Wars.
3: I can't, like, I can't. Yeah, clone wars. I'm picturing it. I don't know why. It's big. Wasn't it, I mean, you see the big the one in the, first the episode third episode of Clone Wars cartoon. Oh, like the movie? Is that where they are? Like the uh, movie cartoon? I got it, man. It's been a long time. When you see it in their movies, series?
0: movies is episode three.
3: You see it in episode three?
0: Okay. Yeah, because that's where Order 66, when they're going to different planets, that's where oh, the, so the just blue, like a the Jedi. Is she too. Got it. Going through there. And she, there's gets a specific there.
3: Jedi that oh. dies there. And I watch. Uh, yeah. I, watched, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. I probably end up watching that one the least because like, it's just like the one, like I don't really like, put on with the kids like around all the time. So it's like, yeah, this one's pretty heavy. Uh, so I mean, it's one of my favorites, but I probably watched it the least of all of the star Wars movies. Unfortunately. Well, no, I probably watched attack of the clones the least, but she's the one that dies there. Yeah. yeah. I, I knew the character. I just wasn't okay. that familiar with the planet. <laughs> And then when I looked up volutions, it's not at all what I thought these people were. <laughs> They're like, they look like kind of like that clone person um, in yeah. uh, yep. Geonosis or whatever. Yeah. Uh,
1: yes, they did have thing. battles there yep. in the Clone Wars cartoon.
3: Okay. Yeah. I got it. Okay. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I need to a do a full. I don't, I don't think I've watched all of Clone Wars since it originally aired. I mean, I, I was a fan, but I, I haven't gone back.
2: My original version had a uh, Felucian farmer talking about this, uh, the herb. I can't think of what it is now, but, anyways, um, but, uh, and then Anakin and, uh, Ahsoka because they're they're they go there okay. at some point, I think, in Clone Wars as well. But, yeah. So, but Man, after that Clone Wars be
3: moment in Ahsoka, like, I'm just, <laughs> it, I wish they would just give us that. 'Cause that was just my favorite thing I think they've I th-
1: done. I think they just need to leave it just like Boba Fett should have just been left.
3: <laughs> like, don't do it. Don't like yeah, just just, like just, it was perfect. Don't yes, touch it.
1: It was perfect. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean it was perfect. I loved it. I thought it I mean, that's the one part. I mean, I really liked Ahsoka more than probably a lot of people, but I went back and I, I watched it. that. Episode. I also loved it. Yeah. I mean, I love the, the Hayden episodes, I just I couldn't get enough of. I thought they were just they were amazing. So yeah. the first one, I love the lot. I love I love the series. I thought it was great. I'm okay. kind of like the least hater though of Star Wars. Like there's very few things I dislike like aggressively. Like there's things I like <laughs> more than others, but yeah. there are things that I don't like. Like I I can't even think of the things that I don't really at least find some enjoyment in. It's it's I've liked all eras.
2: So even the 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 new sequels
3: you know i i think that the uh force awakens i loved uh yeah. and oh, then fantastic yeah and then i do think it fell apart um but i think in the moment i didn't care i think sure. in like watching the last jedi i do remember leaving being like oh this <laughs> this didn't yeah. feel right uh yeah. but then there were moments in that Don't that get me started and i think that's my problem it's like yeah. i think it's visually one of the prettiest star wars movies i think i loved the snoke uh throne room scene i loved um R2 playing the original, uh, Leia speech. I just think it didn't all come together. And I think that some of that abandoned me. the stuff that everyone complains about. It just sort of, it swerved for no reason. And when you have a Skywalker, who was one of my favorite characters of all time, and it just felt very disconnected. And then I think, um, the rise of Skywalker, I didn't hate it. Like everyone else did too. I didn't hate it. I just felt it was fine. I I haven't gone back and watched them. Um, I love it will go to Star Cruiser. I actually enjoy that it's that era. I like those characters. Though what I've preferred personally it to be, you know, OT stuff, sure, but my kids love those sequel characters. Mm-hmm. And to me, having a Ray movie next is actually very exciting because I think mm-hmm. that character actually has a has a lot of legs. Can go places that we haven't seen and I think she deserves it. I think those characters deserve deserve their really I think those 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 big 3 should have had those next three movies. There should have been mm-hmm. the real passing of the baton. And then we had those movies, um, with the three of them as the leads, and I would have been fine with it. I think the the big missing piece that everyone talks about is just the truth. And you're never going to be able to not say it is the fact that you had them all together and you never put them together. The fact you had Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill and you didn't even put them in a scene together. <laughs> like that's the unforgivable scene. Sin. Mm. Like it's it's really hard for me to like really enjoy that and go, how did you not do it? So much so like when Ghostbusters Afterlife came out and they figured out a way to do it, I was like, okay, someone's listening and learning (laughs) from from this mistake because they were able to even do it and one had passed away and they did it beautifully to where Mm -hmm. every fan walked away being like, perfect. So much so that like you with the Ahsoka thing, I'm very nervous about another Ghostbusters movie. I'm very excited. It's my favorite. It's Ghostbusters is my favorite. So I'm like, but it ended up, Afterlife to me was like, this is perfect. I loved it. It's like, (laughs) I'm nervous to be like, where are we going to go? I'm still obviously going to see it day one. I'm going to be oh, there yeah. opening night. I'm excited to see anything involving that universe. But I thought they nailed it. So that to me is the is the caveat. And then they, they won me back over with most of the TV series. I've enjoyed mm-hmm. everything but that Resistance cartoon. I think I really no. – I mean, I don't even know anyone who finished it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just... Sorry, I'm so shaken. I, moved the I think
0: I watched I we. I watched one episode with the – with my son. Yeah. there was this a yeah. show. And he was like, I said, Do you want to watch more? He's like, No.
3: No, my son, I remember because it came out around my my kid was pretty young. My son was pretty young, and I remember him just being like, This is very boring. And like, yeah. Yeah, it's just like people you don't know hanging out in a starport. I don't even remember what it was about. I don't even I, don't I know either. it was during that era. Um but yeah, I, I find still enjoyment in those movies. If they're on, I'll watch them without right. a problem. I love Kylo Ren. I think that's a terrific character. True. Agreed. Uh, um whether I liked the way they wrapped it all up or anything, I don't know. If, I don't know if I, maybe they couldn't, you know, maybe there's just not a way to wrap all that up. Maybe. Yeah. They absolutely have could.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to me going on the star cruiser, to me, don't ask my wife about that either, because yeah. she's still furious. Uh, my, my wife saw it and later,
3: and she was very disappointed. As someone who loved, she, I think she loved those characters.
0: To yeah. me, when I went on the star cruiser, that sort of became my sequel to force awakens and the other two movies i'm like they just don't exist They don't exist because i thought the story i was like well this is the next story that happens after force awakens and i'm part of it and it's so cool and now when i watch stuff and i'm like oh yeah i was there at that part you know i helped chewie get through <laughs> that hallway and stuff and <laughs> yeah. if, if it wasn't for me he wouldn't be you yeah, know, you felt, to go back felt some responsibility.
3: Someday. There you go. Yeah.
1: yeah. Maybe maybe you can go back there some again. No, I can't. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. You know you who you else? Never, know. You never and I, know. because we never went in the first place. So <laughs> <trying>. I know.
3: <laughs> some Keep of us said I don't care what it costs. I'm doing this. And then said they said, How about for like eighty percent off? And I said, I'm doing it again. <laughs> some, of us,
1: <laughs> some of us had plans to go for their birthday this year in mm-hmm. March.
3: Well, I hate it for you because yeah. you know, we can talk as little or as much as you want. I really think – and I'm wearing – look, I, they, my kids got these for Christmas. These are <laughs> pretty – it's a pretty deep cut uh, if, you, if you're watching on YouTube. Gaia. I'm wearing Gaia or Wraiths. Like, uh, I forget what they call this, but I, my kids – here's here's the deal. And what I'll just uh, – I've said it a lot on WW today, and I've talked about it. I think it was the best thing uh, from a themed perspective that Disney's ever done. Um, I thought it was, just, it's, it was just an incredible experience. I think there are a few big barriers that cause people not to go or cause there to be issues. And I've thought about it over time. And and as you said, Ryan, I've I've lived with this now for like a year and a half. And I notice how often it comes up in conversations. My kids talk about it all the time. Like they talk about Star Cruiser uh, more than they talk about Star Wars. And we were able to take the second time my niece and nephew went with us in the same thing. They all got Halcyon sweatshirts, by the way, which are all, on sale at a weird, they have a weirdly large amount of new merchandise of uh, Star yeah. Cruiser merchandise. I got a haul of it um, <laughs> back at uh, I forget what the store is called. You know, it's at the corner on Hollywood Studios. Yeah, uh, that has all the Star Wars stuff. They have a huge wall of Star Cruiser stuff and like a million of the droids. Hmm. And I could just tell that no one, like no one's buying this stuff. So I don't. Even, I'm the only one in there, being like, give me everything. Uh, it was a really amazing experience. I, I can't speak. The cast is phenomenal uh the people they had playing those roles and we saw some of them and like we went to the indiana jones stunt show and the guy who was our wraith for the second time he was in that show and my son was like there's wraith," and that was interesting like oh he still remembers faces connects who's these people i mean he's he's 11 he's not like he's a baby but there is a bit of sadness in that being like yes the indiana jones stunt show is great but this was two full days of improv theater um yeah Put, not just improv, but the improv portions of it where you literally were sitting at a bar with these fictional characters. I do think one of the realizations I've had, because like you, Ryan, I'm in a bunch of the Facebook groups. I see people talking about it all the time, people playing at that convention. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to keep the legacy sort of going. I do think that for some people, and maybe including myself to some extent, my kids, because I, I see them talking about it so much, that it's a lo- it was a lot to handle. It was a lot to experience so much so not that I say that it like broke people but it kind of did like it kind of did it because it weirdly gave oh, it you broke Ryan yeah <laughs> it, it like gave you a purpose a mission you were part of that story you made friends like it became a little bit I'm curious if society is ready for fiction to take over like maybe if it was one day <laughs> but the fact that it was two nights, you fell asleep, woke up, and kept interacting with these fictional characters of what you've interacted with. Like I, and I see the way people talk about it, and I see them say like I was, you know, I went up to Chewbacca, and you know, I had like an emotional breakdown, and part of me is like, wow, that's incredibly powerful. And I'm wearing my Halcyon shirt, and and seeing that, and I go, I wonder if like we're not ready for like 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 human human may not be ready for multiple day immersive theater. And maybe that was one of the barriers people looking at it going, I can't deal with this. And then seeing how it, pe- it affected me, I go, man, it's maybe I couldn't, hit, maybe people aren't ready for it. Like it's it was so incredible that it did blur that line so incredibly from reality and fiction that you almost couldn't like wrap your head around that these people were all gonna go home to their condos in Orlando at night and they weren't these characters like that. They weren't part of your story, like that. It wasn't real. And, um, I can't say enough good about it. though. I mean, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was a phenomenal experience. I am bummed tremendously that it's closed. It broke my heart to like, see it there. knowing it's just kind of rotting. Yeah. What I hope is that something comes of it. Um, I'm not holding my breath.
0: Uh, just like at uh, wonders of life.
3: Yeah. I mean, uh. that's the thing. It's like, people, like they're not going to do it. It's like, well, they've done it before. Yeah, ball, that, multiple times. Ball, but, but, yeah, sometimes it's just not worth it, and if they, maybe it was just too expensive. <laughs> it was just too expensive, not just for to to go, obviously, but the um, you know, the the way it had to run. I mean, because there are clearly mm-hmm. hundreds of people having to create yeah. this thing every day, and well, because uh, I was,
1: I've seen several breakdowns of like uh, what it costs them to do it, yeah. and like yes, they Disney makes money, we, obviously, we know that. And they've got to make margins, but the cost per like per capita for them to do it versus other things was so much higher, it insanely amount higher.
3: I have I, I like to see that because I can imagine it. Even the caliber, and I will specifically say not that it didn't change because I think the second time was just as good, but I remember the first cast. Like they made a big deal about like these aren't, I don't want to say theme park actors. They're like. These are union actors that you've seen in TV and movies and they are uh, you know, they all had pretty strong cred. Uh, uh, especially the main characters you dealt with. So it was a different level of mm-hmm. production that you didn't have even in like your favorite Beauty and the Beast show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: it's so good.
0: act <laughs> I mean, all the actors that <laughs> I, I got to hang kid. out with a, a bunch of the cast af- after the last starker's day um and that you could see in their hearts how much they'd already they already missed it and it was more than and they and they told you they're like this is more than just another job i've acted in all kinds of stuff but this was like like even the my captain the person who played my captain um i'm friends with her on facebook and and she's like you know i just got through wrapping up doing um whoville and yeah. um and she's like but i'm i i still miss going every day yeah to this other other galaxy and it, so it's the the cast were just so into it which made the people that went even if you didn't realize what you were getting into yeah. dive into yeah. it the
3: and, wild time just seeing people seeing cast members interacting between each other yeah as you would walk like there'd be no one in a room Yeah, And you would walk in a room and they're already mid conversation. You're like, I mean, I'm sure that they had earpieces somehow. Somehow we're able to tell like people are coming in, whatever. But like it'd be mid conversation, wrap you into something and there'd be no one else experience. Like that's maybe the thing that that was so amazing to me that that doesn't exist anywhere else is that there were so many individualized moments that like just would happen to you and your family or to your kids. And they were mon. And I, I believe this. Disney was monitoring those Facebook groups, and I this is my thing. Oh yeah, because yeah. I my kids really wanted the second time around. They're like, we first time they were like the scoundrels with Wraith, and they wanted to be like the Force users, and it was just not happening. Like we were just going down back on the scoundrel path with Wraith and that whole adventure, and you could tell I could tell they were disappointed. Like they're like, why are we not like every we've asked people? Like we're still getting diverted back to this path. So I like posted in one of the groups. I was like, hey, like on the the night of, like my kids are wanting to like do this and they're pretty disappointed that we haven't been able to like kind of crack the code so they could have another experience different Mm -hmm. than they had last time. And I get a phone call while we're (laughs) in Batu, being like, hey, this is whatever from the Star Cruiser. Can you be back at three o'clock for a special force training for you and your family? And it's like, there's no way. (laughs) Like they were monitoring that this person paid a lot of money Brought ten people with them, probably. You know what I mean, and we need to like make this right. And like that was cool. That was a cool customer service mm-hmm. um, moment. That was like, oh, that's interesting. It also makes you wonder, you know, makes you say, be careful what you post on your Facebook because <laughs> I re- I remember you posting
0: that, and I remember myself and a bunch of other people were saying, do this, do that, do that. You gotta go yeah. here. And, like people were into it. Like, they we got to get, get you on that path and stuff. But instead, I just got a call, and they're
3: like, we're going to yeah. make it happen. And then we had this amazing experience. And then another Star Cruiser fan. Saw we were having the experience. Pulled out her camera, recorded all of it, and then airdropped it to us. And now we follow her on social. And she was someone who did it like ten times. They did build this cool community. And I know like it's been oh, ad yeah. nauseum. And two of you didn't do it, so I feel bad that we keep going. So let's, <laughs> no, go let's go uh, back uh, to Let's go back
1: to I don't even know what airdrop is. I'm an Android guy. <laughs> oh, you Android. It, it. What's
0: really cool. You said the community. I just there's a there's a bunch of us in Houston that went on it, and we met we met in Florida, and we're like, oh, we live in the same city. So now we get together and I took them to this immersive experience here. I'm like, you guys got to go. I got to go to this the department of wonder is what it's called. Very immersive experience. We go. we go, I'd already been like once. So we got to go. And then when we go the day after we go, they, they make an announcement um, December 30th will be our last day. We're closing it down. So I think, I think executives, people that, are in charge of these things. And maybe the world, like you said, are not ready for these immersive experiences because it was an amazing experience. And it was a local thing here in, in Sugarland, which is, you know, right outside of Houston. And the cast there was phenomenal. They, um, maybe I can reach it. So I, I went like three times. The cast came to me at the third time and said, you want to give me grand every
3: time. Well, (laughs) no, no,
0: it was like, it was cheap. And, I, and they were kidding. doing like they were like buy one get one free towards the end because they yeah. wanted to like free. the circus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they said we want to give you something, and this was the cast. And they came to me at the end and they gave me one of their lanterns. And this is what you used in the event. Like you Hi. didn't use phones there; you use these lanterns and you take them. You put them. It was like sort of like a more fantasy type world with fairies and <laughs> and stuff. So they handed me one of their lanterns. I'm like, this is amazing. And they're like, you know, thank you for helping us make this, you know, sort of a vir- venture a reality, uh, for just a little bit. And these actors are getting into these immersive things and but the people that finance them, I don't think, understand them.
3: Yeah. I think and, it's probably pretty tough. I think it's probably pretty yeah. tough. And uh, again, I, I have sort of mixed feelings, but all my feelings are, are incredibly positive from the event, but seeing sort of the fallout from it is what I've been sort of Yeah. Like like again, like you said, like it kind of broke all of us in a weird way. Yeah, uh,
1: well, that, I think from the outside looking in too, yeah. there's there's a lot of criticism for Disney doing this and whatever. I'm like, you know what? I think people, everybody, it hates Disney. Like right now, it's it's the popular thing to do, mm-hmm. but it's those risks that they take that people love. Mm-hmm. Let them let them shoot for the sky and miss rather than just keep making hotels that look like the same the app, <laughs> the garbage. The app, yeah, it's like Hilton's. So so when people criticize what they did, like, because it's so expensive, why would they think this? Well, maybe they thought if we build it, they will come and then yeah. they'll see the value. And unfortunately they couldn't make it
3: last. Okay. There was, there, there was part of me that also wondered if they didn't do the thing all inclusive, that if, because look, if you yeah. go eat at like Chef Mickey's, my family of five, it's gonna be like three hundred, four hundred bucks. Like it's just the truth. Like it's like fifty something bucks plus tax and tip. It's like four hundred bucks. So if you had said, "Hey, meals aren't included," and all of a sudden you knocking off three thousand dollars off of the initial sh- sticker shock, I do kind of wonder if that would help. I also think, as much as like we talked about the sequel trilogy, they doubled down on that sequel trilogy, and I think. There's a large group of people that probably were like, "Man, you know, I think the Mandalorian kind of sucked the energy out of that sequel trilogy room. If you had done that, if you had done Mandalorian, or if you had done the original trilogy, or any of those, I think you probably would have had a much different experience. Or just even though it's a
2: generic lo- Star Wars story, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, they wanted it to. Take, they were still on the Batu thing, keeping it. Keep it connected. With- and that's
3: fine. Like, look, I, but I'm saying like even Batu. I think Batuu is a little short-sighted in the sense yeah. of going. Oh, yeah. Everyone's going to love this sequel trilogy. Like, <laughs> how could it go wrong? Like, they were so far along when they built it that now you're seeing them have to like, you know. In one, of my, the, one of the things that drove me the most crazy was when... The Mandalorian and Grogu started making appearances, and I didn't know where it was. And I asked someone in the marketplace where it was, (laughs) and they were like, "What are you talking about?" I'm
1: like,
0: "Just
3: tell me where my kids."
0: Little green guy, metal guy. They're like,
3: "Yeah, they're like, you mean that shiny guy we've seen occasionally and his green buddy?" It's like, guys, just (laughs) for a second, just let me be a dad here who wants to know where to bring his kids to meet. Fictional characters that I'm aware that this isn't real. You know, there are moments where I have those breaking points with Disney, where it's like this has gone too far. Tell me where to go, and then they're like, okay. Eventually, it like, "There's like an awning over there. Stand over there every twenty minutes or so. They're going to show up." But it's not meet and greets. You just got to walk over there, and hopefully, they'll come to you. It's like, yeah. this is like, what are we doing here,
1: guys? Yeah, we've definitely we talked about that kind of thing, and then I've, you know, other podcasts and stuff where I bring that up too. Like, no one cares anymore that it has to be in this timeline. I don't care if I see Darth Vader and Kylo Ren standing next to each other. I'm going to go and I'm going to yeah. love it. And I'm going
3: to no. freak out and it's yeah. going to be amazing. No one cares anymore. Yeah. Cause if you're an, you're a, a, a full adult human and even a kid understands that. And that's where I don't, I feel like they're giving, you're not giving you enough credit. Uh, to just be like, guys, we're just trying to have some fun here. I love Batu. I think the storyline is awesome. I think it's really well done. I just, I love characters like Hondo and Naka. But like, have you? How many times you been in that room where people are like, "Who is that?" You know? <laughs> Almost every time. You're like, who is yeah. this Winnie the Pooh talking guy? Uh, you know, the Pooh with a Jamaican accent,
1: that's yelling <laughs> about, you know, Bob Marley the Pooh. Yeah,
3: well, we, talk, I mean, we, we talked it about like Jim Cummings doing. Yeah. I love it, doing You're like, what is this? And then most of the people are like, it was in this movie, and you hear him talking. You're like, and I, I want to be the guy who turns around and like, you're wrong, um, yeah. <laughs> but I don't. And... Good. <laughs> but I loved it. Like I love it because I'm at this level where I can talk for two hours on Star Wars and not blink and listen to Star Wars podcasts. And I care so much and and I was with it during the dark times when no one liked Star Wars. So I not no one, but you know, it is that there was that sort of post prequel yeah. period.
0: It was us weirdos, yes,
3: where I was like, going to celebration the... and no one was. I mean, people were it was packed. but it was a very different time. Oh, yeah, sure. it was when they were trying to release the. 3D Star Wars and Star oh. and Detours and all of that. No. Um, you know, and that was sort of like my, I love that era of Celebration. And I haven't gone back in the last few, because um, it does feel like there was the whole sequel trilogy, boom, and it just kind of wasn't what I, like from a convention standpoint. Like, when I went Star Wars Celebration it was George Lucas and Jon Stewart doing an hour on stage. And I was like, this is the greatest thing, you know, I've ever seen. Uh, and then, I feel like now, and it was like in a th- theater of you know, Fifteen hundred, not yeah. in a you know hall age, fifty thousand people trying to see Daisy Ridley, you know, it's just not the same. Um <laughs> Not that I wouldn't go back, I totally would. But it, and it was some of the most fun I ever had, and maybe that's why like I can I compare the two. And they did that night. This will be my last Star Wars Disney story because I know it's getting late. But they did the night. uh Star Wars didn't close that night, but they like made an unofficial closing during Star Wars Celebration, and they did. You know, in front of Star Tours, they did a big show. Warwick Davis was there. Um, George Lucas was there, and you know, Boba Fett took the the thermal detonator and blew up Star Tours, and it exploded in pyro. They played the Star Wars music, and it was the official closing of Star Tours to bring on the new one. And it was just so cool. Mm-hmm. And you go, man, what happened to that? Like that was so cool. And no one thought in that moment, well, Boba Fett, what, you know, like that just wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't part of the conversation at the time they had in the Indiana Jones show, which you should still go watch on YouTube. They did a Indiana Jones meets Han Solo stage show just for that one night. Uh, and it's called like Raiders of the lost, last jet, lost Jedi, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, And Jason Sorrell, uh, Disney Imagineer, that universal who, uh, friendly with, he wrote it and, you know, and in, in each show would have different celebrities show up. And it was like, you know, Seth Green and, and Donald Faison, those kind of people. Mark Hamill rode out on an X-Wing in one of them. Uh, and the one I was there was George Lucas was there. And he sat right in front of us, like two rows in front of us. And it was just in a – it was a wild time for Star Wars because that could happen. And you could have this really silly, fun show. And no one, including the most hardcore, hardcore fans, was sitting there going – this isn't you know this doesn't no. work they were just having fun because yeah. there wasn't all there was was the clone wars like that was the only thing happening and as much as i love it it's not like there was a huge like there was a huge hardcore base around the clone wars but it wasn't anything like what would come 5 or 6 years later with the sequels or 10 years later
0: and that was before disney owned it so
3: yes disney bought it october 30
0: 2012 yeah so and my i've said it before on the show i think they should I think on this show or maybe the other show, I am Geek. which you go check out I am Geek? I am um, <laughs> Geek. I've heard. Um, of you. <laughs> where um, they should bring back a version of Star Wars weekends, but multiple weekends. Each weekend is focused on either the original, the prequels, the Clone Wars, and Batu just becomes that era for that weekend. <laughs> And they can make a ton more money because it would be an after hours event, probably. Yeah. yeah. And it would, why not? Yeah, I don't see why they won't. I'm but, in. I mean,
3: I love Star Wars weekends. I thought it, it was so much fun. We went every oh, yeah. We would make a trip for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's where I I feel like I got connected with not personally because I didn't know them till much later. People like James Arnold Taylor or Ashley Eckstein, those, and I could see how much they they got me connected to the Clone Wars because I didn't the, the the Clone Wars movie in full transparency. Clone Wars movie came out and I'm like, oh, what's happening here? Uh, <laughs> and even to the zero, the hut season, it's like, I was, you know, it took a little bit to, and, and I've talked with James about it too, about how it took years to kind of a few years to get it to find its footing. Um, but to see their passion about Star Wars, kind of like the kiss and the avatar thing mm-hmm. to see how invested they were. That brought me in. And I feel like you have the opposite now in the way the current cast members, especially sequel trilogy cast members talk about Star Wars. It's like, yeah. they don't even want, and Mark Hamill was like that for a while too. You know, he's probably, you know, he in, in Harrison Ford, I guess those, those group wasn't that or wasn't way, That's like the opposite of what you see in the Marvel universe, which I feel like everyone who's in a Marvel movie is like, it's the greatest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Is like, bring me back, you know? And I feel like Adam Driver is probably like, never again, you know, yeah, like, know? because he yeah, got yeah. horrible because he had to deal with, you know, crappy fans, you know, who,
1: who or hate Riega. Like he was a Star Wars fan. Yeah. I think, though, well, I think well I guy. think he'll be
3: back. I think he'll be back. I don't know. I think he will I think he'll be back. I don't I, I didn't think I think he got Daisy back for for Ray. I think I think one of them is coming back. I mean maybe it's Poe but I don't think so. I think, I think he he maybe I don't he's the only one who doesn't seem like he hates him. occasionally yeah. yeah. like, oh. I don't <laughs> feel like <laughs> I ever hear from him being like that was horrible. Um but I don't know. I've been ranting, guys. I'm, I'm no, sorry. Like oh, no, you're you fine.
1: Know, I feel like we kind of did you a disservice because we didn't even talk about who you were at the beginning. Oh, so I, if I anyone's still hanging on or maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll post some yeah, clips. Sure. So Logan has the WW Today podcast. He is a director. What, you want to say director, producer, all kinds of things.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, yeah.
1: But really, I would say a lot of this podcast probably indirectly happened because of Logan. And I will say, because <laughs> we got James Arnold Taylor on, I met James yeah. through Logan yeah. uh, because James moved to Nashville and he didn't have his studio yet. So he, he uh, Logan's like, Why well, know a guy in Nashville has a studio. I might be able to help you out. And James came killed my house and it was great. And we became friends. So, then I started listening to I am geek show and all of that through the same kind of friends group. So yeah, yeah say, I see. I think like well, really you had a big part in this too.
3: I appreciate that. And I, wow. um, <laughs> and I, I like that I've been able to, and, and, and I think that's part of this online and in real, I've met two of you uh, in real life and I <laughs> have enjoyed our, our, virtual conversations and our real conversations and I think that the, the connections that we've all made um, and sort of the like-minded conversations we can have really does hopefully inspire you know more people to get more into content creation. And I, and, and I've kind of had to be like that guy who, who, who hung his hat on, yeah, I'm a director, I'm a producer, whatever, likes it. I think we're all at this point, we're just creating content. And, um, and maybe that's been a detriment somewhat, but yeah, I mean, I, I've done a bunch of productions. I've, I've lived off and on in Orlando my entire adult life. Uh, I live in Nashville for the last 20 years, but I, I go back and forth pretty regularly. And um, it, it, I'm deeply connected to all of that. Like, it, it means a lot to me. And, and you know, my first job out at film school was working at Nickelodeon at the Nickelodeon Studios, Florida, which was like my dream job. Uh, because that was like... You were, you you were know, on camera. A little bit, yeah. yeah I was on yeah. camera. I've seen uh, the clips. Yeah, you know? Because you become <laughs> friends with the writers. And, and they go write them in, it's funny. And it was a different time uh, where you didn't get paid, uh, but it still was cool. <laughs> and I was fine with it, I did not care. I would work there probably my whole life and figured out how to, how to pay, you know, to not get paid because it was just the best job in the world. Um, but all of that means a lot to me, and, and I'm constantly trying to create. Like you said, we had a movie that came out 10 years ago. Uh, we shot it 10 years ago this week about hmm. the early life of Walt Disney called As Dreamers Do, which is on YouTube for free, you can watch it. Um, and now it's on YouTube for free, uh, and you know that was sort of our first foray into feature films. Then I took a ten-year gap between movies, but I did, but I didn't take a ten-year gap. Like we created television shows, we did twenty different podcasts. I got so much more coming up. But then we made another movie. Me and Bart Scott and Will Haynes wrote um, a movie that's available now. It's a Christmas movie, so it's a little late, but it's not all Christmas. It's like Chris. You know, a lot of those movies have Christmas. It's like Christmas happens during it, uh, and it's available right now on Vudu, and you can just go to Jingle Smells, which is our movie. Dot movie is the domain, Jingle Smells. movie, and you can find the DVDs, the the Vudu links, Rumble, all places, and then next year it's going to be even more places. And uh, follow my stuff on social media too as well. I mean, I don't want to be just plugging here, but oh, I have a, oh, lot great. a lot coming great up. And Jingle Smells is great too. It,
1: the cast yeah. you got for Jingle Smells is like. Wow! You know, I pre-ordered here's what I, it, I watched it when I was in
3: Boston. <laughs> here's what I learned, guys, is because this is something that was tough. If you watch my first movie, if you watch, uh, and I, I directed the first one and um, produced it. This this one, I was executive producer. I was like a producer adjunct and co-wrote it. And I created. It was my idea, um, and I was there on set every day. But I really did. I was heavily involved in casting, and you know, essentially was was. I don't want to say it's my movie because other people directed it and were involved and and really did a lot of the heavy lifting that I did not do. But, you know, I'm pretty, I'm an interesting guy in the sense of like, I love working with my friends. If you've noticed, it's the same guys that I've been around a lot of them for my whole adult life. So when we wrote that movie, Jingle Smell is a new one. It was, I was going to be the lead. My best friend, Will, who you've heard on all my other stuff, was going to play the kind of the secondary comedic character. And then Bart was going to play Bart Scott, who co-wrote it, who you all probably know as well, mm-hmm. he was going to play the main kind of villain character. And like we wrote when, so like that was it. It was like, we're going to make a movie with our friends, kind of Kevin Smith style. Oh. And then when we cat around to casting at this time, the movie got put on the shelf for a couple of years. Um, I learned that a lot of actors, man, they really want to act. And there's a lot of people from your childhood who really want to make movie and really want to do stuff. And even if it's low budget, you know, they're, they're excited to do it. And for me, the cast was people who I, like I said, as I felt like sometimes I was playing with, you know, full size action figures of people. Cause it was just like, <laughs> you're from SNL who I grew up with. And I love you. Good boy. you Jim Brewer. you Tori Jackson over here. We got John Schneider over here. We got, uh, you know, a bunch of pro wrestlers. Cause yeah, I can't do anything. I can't do anything about pro wrestling. Uh, nope. so I had Hornswoggle and James Storm and, um, Hornswoggle's on WWE today quite a bit also, and he's a huge Disney fan. huge Mupp- He's in Muppets Most Wanted. A huge Muppets fan, and he, um, he plays a great character in this movie. And I would say that there are no official nods to Disney or to Muppets or to Star Wars in the movies because I was pretty cognizant of trying to not get sued. Um, yeah. That- <laughs> that uh, now I could have put Mickey Mouse in it, I guess, is what I hear. Uh, uh, Steamboat Willie,
0: Steamboat, just Steamboat Willie. We are playing crazy, Mickey. Yep. You know?
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. You know. Good luck, everyone. Uh, I, there is I a think Disney cut. Co- yeah, I, I saw. I saw it. Um, but it has those. It, it kind of evokes some of those emotions and feelings. And then we got a lot of com- stuff coming up. So just. Look me up, and, and I don't really care. I mean, I'm, I, I love it. I want you to follow me. I'm excited. I want you to buy the movie, and I want you to watch it enjoy it. But really, at the end of the day, just to come out here and talk to you guys, to get an hour and a half in a week night, on a school night, if you will, to talk about Star Wars, um, is something that 10-year-old me would have loved. And the fact that now this can exist this way, because I did not have that. You know, I hung out at my local comic book store like a lot of us did. Uh, shout out to my buddy Kyle at Galactic Quest, who still runs Galactic Quest, where, like, legit, he dressed like Obi-Wan Kenobi. I would be a kid in a Jawa costume at the special editions. Like, that's that's the that's the level of fan I was at. Very popular, as you can tell. Uh, you know, it was <laughs> it. And, uh, you know, they built communities like that that existed. And the comic book store community, specifically there, that was very family-oriented. And they're still, to this day, they are open for business. And I love it because it because they are, like, just great people, and they're still creating that community for people who need it. And so again, if you're in the Atlanta area, check out Galactic Quest. Um, but even if you're not, just if you end up in the area, go check them out. But they, uh, but now having this community online where you can—I mean, I think like Facebook people, are like, who's still on Facebook? I'm only on Facebook really because of Star Wars groups and you know collectors community and kiss collecting and all like marketplace. I, it's, that's where I go to to have these I mean conversations. Crazy. I've had that conversation with about the Kiss Avatar things with people I've never met, probably never will meet, and it's just very cool uh, to be able to come on here. My cats are going crazy. I'm sorry. Uh, until <laughs> two days ago, I had a Millennium Falcon pop up cockpit in here, and I found <laughs> oh, like it'd been like a few months. And I was like, "Something smells funky," and maybe the cat <laughs> had turned it into a toilet. Oh uh, no! It went into Turns out the cat merry was Christmas. Cat. It's merry fun. Christmas. Um, but I'll I'll stop uh, being so dramatic and philosophizing here. But I uh, I do appreciate you guys having me on, and anytime I can talk Star Wars, I'm I'm down.
1: No, and I think it's been great. I've loved the conversation. And before we go, I, like the way. Logan and I met I I was a fan of WDW today and you know being a grown man that loves Disney so much I was like oh this is a podcast with a bunch of guys that talk about Disney and then one episode they're like yeah in our home of Nashville and I was like what wait a second so I like get online I was like oh hey these guys so I, I think I messaged Logan we got to talking and stuff whatever and so we were just Facebook friends we had never met in person and then one night I had tickets to a uh, slash show because uh, I I used to work with them and and I like put on facebook one of the guys from work was supposed to go and he bailed last minute i think i put on facebook anybody likes slash and logan was the first person to message me
3: yeah. and i'm
1: like great i'll meet you at the ryman and he's like oh how much for tickets? I'm like, oh, I don't pay for tickets. Just, just, just maybe the ride of it. <laughs> oh, I don't pay for tickets. <laughs> but, but and the, and he Not just really showed good. up, and I think that secretly going, don't get killed, don't get killed. <laughs> you know, this guy, this guy, he's, he's creepy. He likes <laughs> yeah. Disney. He's a super fan. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was so fun because. That else it, friends it, with Clash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was it was such an interesting thing because, you know, you get you don't get a lot of experiences like that, or a lot of people that would just be like, yeah, I'll go. Yeah. And I, I think that speaks vol- volumes to you. So,
3: well, thanks, I, uh, I, thanks again. well, thank you for the tickets. I appreciate. It. I still have oh. my, I still have my laminate or my uh, sticker pass. On my, you know, got, very yeah, got cool. one over here. Slash and Miles Kennedy. It's also there's again. That's like a subculture of a subculture. The fact that you're like, oh, you like rock, sure. Okay, you like Guns and Roses. Yes, you like Slash alone. Yes, you like Slash. From Miles Kennedy from Alterbridge, also yes. You know, like <laughs> the, that's starting to narrow it down. Uh, and we're
1: gonna have Todd Kearns on here who slashes oh, bass player. I love Todd. And Todd's I love a Todd. huge Star Wars fan, which has been Yes,
3: get, get uh, I don't know him. I only met him that night uh with you, but um man, talk about just a talented dude. Like I, I, I didn't know his him that when we saw him that night, I knew of him, like just because again, he kind of was in that kiss world, but I didn't know it that well. And just over the last few years, just been able to hear his music has been like, man, this dude is just legit. I saw him play in Vegas back in March with Gene Simmons and Bruce Kulick and Eric Singer. They put together like a Revenge Era of, of Kiss band, and it was unbelievable. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. We're going to stop here. <laughs> we'll another going. <laughs> It's late. Uh, y'all keeping me up. It's okay, it's that's not cool. you. I love it. I'm, I love it. It's, um,
0: it's yeah, I'm just sitting here, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> like well, the like house a, like gone like, all you know, over like again. Star
3: Cruiser now up here. I'm talking kiss. Sorry, I got Yo, nothing fork to say to wonderful. <laughs> the fork H. so sweet. I like your mansion poster. That's nice. Um, <laughs> Babu Frick back there, a, yeah. very nice. I can't see anyone else other than Babu. He sticks but out. It, pretty well, pretty. Ultimate Warrior. There's I can't see an Ultimate. Oh, there he is.
0: Yeah. I'm like pointing oh, my screen, like you could see. Is <laughs> there? Yeah, i for a minute here. Is that
3: like a is that like a modern elite? Or are we talking an LJ Yin? What we got there? That's uh,
0: It's big oh. rubber guy. I, I love Oh, movie. it's Ryan. It's like reading for gay. Train. Well,
2: I got yeah. it as a gift from Ryan's brother Chris. Um, oh, yeah, cool.
0: I pointed oh, in, I in the don't direction it. of it. It's uh It's a cool. It came with a little. Oh, ring. it's
3: like a statue thing. Yeah. That's cool.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh no. And, and it's broken now.
0: I got
3: it's a wall broken. turnbuckles he over on. here, you can see. Look
1: at that. Okay.
3: This is what we're dealing no, with here. I got wall see, and
1: Logan never wants to go on these cruises with me. He didn't want to go on the KISS cruise or the wrestling, the Jericho cruise. But they don't want to go. I know. You, <laughs> you have a family. I'm just this vagabond dink. I I I don't
3: know. Those cruises kind of like I signed up, honestly, I signed up for the summer of ninety-nine one. And I didn't get through, uh, though. Jacqueline Stapp, who's you know Scott Stapp's wife, she's in Jingle Smells, by the way. Um, no. She's in that movie. She's great. I love them, and I, I, we've become friendly with her. Uh, and that was the first one that I was like, man, I think I would, I gotta go to this. And then they announced the tour, and I was like, okay, I could just go to the tour because <laughs> there is the idea of being like, I love Kiss fans, I love wrestling fans, I love '90s rock fans. But I'm one of you, and I know the idea of being stuck on a boat with you for four days or five days freaks me out like a little bit. Like a little bit. Like you did message me. I've had enough weird. I went to a Leonard Skinner meet and greet two days ago, and it was wild. Okay. Man, I had it. It was an (laughs) adventure. It was only there an hour, and I have stories that I'll be telling the rest of my life because they were just unbelievable. So the idea of being on a boat for four days makes me like, uh, a little bit. Like maybe that train cruise, I feel like those people. Should be pretty chill. Like no, I feel like that. No, no, that was the, the train acts are not chill.
1: <laughs> that was the weirdest one.
3: <laughs> oh, see, I feel like that's like it should be like.
1: I mean, kiss old, the kiss crews. You like, you went in knowing they were gonna be weird. So crowd. like it was fine. Yeah. Like the train yeah. one, it was just a bunch of like fifty <laughs> to sixty five year old women that thought that they were married to Pat Monahan. Yeah, as we now, do. Uh,
0: There's a star <laughs> yeah. cruiser uh crew actual cruise coming up in March I think. Well, oh what my. does that mean? The most of the people on there will be uh, just uh, people
3: that went are now just keeping the
0: yeah. So basically, the, um, Sarah, who I know, who's a
3: travel agent. I mean, that's very cool. It. I got nothing. I don't want to I don't yeah. want to hate. On it. like I'm hating on it. I love this stuff so much. The idea of being stuck on a boat makes me nervous. <laughs> well, okay? but, that's, but just, that's that's my
0: thing. Like, I'm sure these the people going on it are going to dress to the nines in their Star Wars. And there's going to be people on the cruise that have no, no idea what's, what's going on. And they'll be like, why did a Jawa just walk past me? Oh, on so this they're like, they're like cruise? just
1: getting like a block of room. See these cruises yeah, are like, so. this is what. Oh yeah, cruise. yeah, yeah. I yeah. know that. But, yeah. but this Those one, I think blown. this
0: is going to be just whoever, however many people that can get to go. So of course there's going to be other people on it. To me, that's just like, that's going to be, that's going
3: to be different. That's, in, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. But I did kind of wonder the Star Cruise, how many people were like, I got to go outside. Like how many people like left? Like, just need a needed, just need a break or smoke or something. Like, like, yeah. like there's a few
0: people. They, yeah. There was a, a thing that started later on with the people that had been on a bunch that they would at nighttime, like in the middle of the night, like two, three in the morning, they would all go down and out the front and they would search for cats because there was like tons of cats living outside there. And they'd be like, there's a the Star Cruiser cat. And we've named that one, this and the, cause they mm. just wanted to go out. At nighttime to just hang out, okay. and they so that
1: was a thing that
0: started. Yeah, see, that's
3: that's my problem. <laughs> that <makes me laughs> I'm not going that,
1: on this. Maybe it actually closed because it was infested with cats and <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: rats.
2: <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah.
0: They're like, it's just yeah. cats, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> but yeah. Disney's big. I mean, all the Disney parks have a random cat or two, one and a
1: rat, like the one that ran under my table at the Mexican restaurant inside the Mexico Pavilion. Yeah, that was just dinner. That was Just horrible.
0: Happens. It's it was Orlando, the most terrifying event of my
1: life.
3: Every, there are creatures everywhere. I had a Someone creature chase Jennifer years,
0: down man. in the miniature golf course one one year. <laughs> we went, I don't know what you're kind outside. of creature was, but it was chasing outside,
3: her. Man. Yeah. Like when people yell at me when you yell, like, I saw a snake. It's like, you're in the, the Everglades. <laughs> in <laughs> right. what you in Florida. In Florida. You're expect, in a swamp, man. Built on a swamp. Be safe. Don't touch it. Okay. That's it. Even that you probably could touch it. It's probably fine. I didn't I didn't say that. You didn't get that.
0: that. <laughs> do not um, touch the snake. That's a it. disclaimer. No. Um <laughs> Logan, thanks for coming on tonight. It's been fun. I happy I, to I'm it. like I'm like you we could I could talk all night about because didn't
3: We even do I don't even remember doing the the attraction we, now at this point. We did.
0: I but think we did. <laughs> the cool thing about you is is that you're a huge Star Wars fan, which I am. Huge Ghostbuster fan, which I am. That's my second favorite. Movie over Star, I uh, I got a Star Wars. pack
3: right there. Oh, yeah. look! Like I got one. Right. Bam! I got a they vacuum sweeper. Plasma series, baby. Look at that. Oh, see, mine fancier than yours. Uh,
0: oh yeah, well gonna, yeah. I couldn't lie. talk my wife into getting the expensive
3: one, but I talked her well, into getting this one. Um So get it, your wife into something like handbags. Like get her into something. So it's like you she can't. She doesn't get into stuff. There's she no like more in this conversation. It's just like I bought. Yeah. And also with these, like, I, you buy them two years in advance and they show up and you're like, Merry Christmas.
0: I do that with these. Do the why thing does these it feel helmets? like
3: they show... Okay, I'm it's Like, Why do you feel like you <laughs> order them and then they show up all together? Like, I pre-order stuff throughout four years and then it's like, oh, in one week, here's 18 boxes that show up. Do yeah. oh, you have the Captain Cardinal one? Is Do you have that one? I yeah. wanted that one. Uh, I need to get that one. Sure. See, again, the fact they made that, that is really that weird. Like, do you not think <laughs> that's weird? Like, as much as I love it, I love that book. That book means a lot to me. That was available in Target. Like yeah. who was buying it? Like no, one. I think you. You're the only See? person I know who has it. I got no clearance. Gotta, it, it, <laughs> yeah, and now <laughs> I feel like I could probably find it for nothing because my son was Captain Cardinal for Halloween, and trust me, it was every five minutes being like, "Who are you?"
0: Uh, you know. So, <laughs> I'm right. just a red stormtrooper.
3: Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. so, I'm just saying. What do they call them in the Rise of Skywalker? Sith. Were they Sith troopers? the red yeah. stormtroopers oh yeah. the, but, oh those they yeah. could run in space or something they were like yeah. all running with <laughs> with those not tauntauns on a star cruiser in space like, <laughs> yep. what, are we, what were we doing yes that was okay now,
2: but on top like of that. all on
0: top of all that we also both of us love wrestling so it's just like oh yeah we could talk for days probably
3: there's too many too many obsessions it's like this wall is wrestling over here i got ghostbusters wrestling i got punk rock wrestling i got uh Big Lebowski but it's also Disney because it's like the Big Lebowski as if they're Monsters Inc. characters then I got just cult classic (laughs) movies here the Fantastic Four that no one ever saw you know uh, Kiss Me a Phantom of the Park
1: might be my new favorite episode I thought James (laughs) was my favorite episode this might be my new
3: one I I care care more than James we know this. <laughs> you I can't have that. these conversations with James. When I do, they get very uncomfortable because it's like he's like, you know, so much, and I'm like, I know uh, too much, man. And then he's like, I'll do Obi Wan for you if you just stop, <laughs> stop. this. You just shut up. See him and, and look, I just I give it up to those guys. I have to give it up, like, and and this will be it. And then it is like eleven o'clock. here. But, um <laughs> I got to give it up to Matt Lanter and Ashley. Stein and James Arnold Taylor, because I went to a convention that they were at um, back over the summer, and they are the most kind and patient with Star Wars fans of all walks of life, and they can answer any question given to them. There were so many deep cut Star Wars things that at the end of it, I don't even, I mean, I went to Matt. And I was like, I have no idea how you handled that. Like how you even could come up with an answer. And the answer was wonderful about like, what do you think Anakin was thinking at this moment, and this moment? And it's like, you know, and you don't want to be that William Shatner of like, I read, I just read the lines, man. Like, Instead, they would have the, and it helps that the three of them are fans. Really, Matt is like just such a hardcore. You should have him on here. Um, oh, okay. He is such a hardcore star. Look, Wars. Us <laughs> up. look <laughs> it up. Look it up. Well, I mean, he's definitely closer <laughs> to James than me, but I can text him and be like, you should do this. Uh, because he can talk. He honestly can talk like this. He can have the star. Like he had a Star Wars wedding, uh, you know, and, and he is a huge. So the fact that he is Anakin and he is, and look, I don't care what Hayden Christensen said. Hayden Christensen is doing Matt Lantern's Anakin in <laughs> in Ahsoka. Like, I mean, almost beat for beat the way yeah. he performs it. At- so I just got chastised
1: in a in a Star Wars group because there's a picture of Ashley and um, Hayden. Yeah, and Hayden. Yeah, and 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 they take the picture from the cartoons. Yeah. and I'm like, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 that's Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's my Anakin, honestly
3: like now Hayden's you know I like what he's done but he brought the Anakin that I always wanted to see which was this hero that was cool you know he was actually cool and that's what I wanted okay good night god bless (laughs) thank Thank you you. I'm not cutting myself (laughs) off but I am because I know my family's downstairs like how is this how would you still have this much to talk about Uh, Zero the Hotsy Sassy Creature (laughs) Shouse whatever it was was
1: Uh, well, thank but. you so much, Logan. Thank this you. You're amazing welcome amazing on
0: any time. And um, welcome on I Am Geek. But thank you for all our listeners and watchers. And we'll be back um, in a couple weeks with a new episode and maybe a new guest. Thanks for coming on and check us out at I Am Geek. And if you need your Kyber Crystals, go to I Am Geek Shop on Etsy. Thank you, Logan. And we'll talk to you later. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.